I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Why a deal for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain doesn't add up by Tom Holmes. The link between Liverpool and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain is one that has stuck around, despite Jurgen Klopp himself denying it and it's one that has created a lot of debate amongst Liverpool supporters. Unlike the likes of Salah, Van Dijk or Lacazette, who all were almost universally hyped as soon as the link was made, reactions to the Ox have varied from delight, to apprehension, to disbelief, and even confusion. Certainly it's a signing that is not straightforwardly good or bad, and reaction to it may depend on many factors, including Price, his role in the team, and who else Liverpool sign. All of this makes the latest report on the Ox's future seem somewhat odd. Oxley chamberlain allegedly wants to leave to become a key player at another side, and to start to develop consistently playing in the same role. In the same report, it says that one of the things that Klopp values most about the Ox is his versatility. Whilst that isn't in itself a contradiction, looking deeper at the situation presents a circle that is very much hard to square. Arsenal to Liverpool in the current market is very much a sideways step in a lot of ways. Liverpool are unlikely to offer significantly more money than Arsenal and are arguably unlikely to offer significantly better chance to win trophies. Which means that the key factor for Oxlade-Chamberlain appears to be getting game time and, more importantly, getting game time in one regular position. Sardonic Twitter responses are usually best ignored when it comes to Liverpool and transfers but there were some intelligent responses amongst the replies. A couple of people responded that he won't be coming to LFC then, whilst one or two made the point that unless he's planning on playing left-back, there isn't space in our team for him to be a regular starter in a consistent position. And this for me is the crux of the issue. Will I be opposed to signing Oxlade-Chamberlain as a reserve winger or auxiliary midfield option? Not really. But would Oxlade-Chamberlain be opposed to signing in order to be a reserve winger or auxiliary midfield option? That's another question. If you look at Liverpool's front six currently, assuming that Klopp will predominantly stick with some sort of back four next season, you have essentially nine players currently battling for those six spots. Hendo, Emre, Ginny, Lalana, Coutinho, Bobby, Mane, Studge and Origi. If you assume that Liverpool are going to sign at least one more attacking player, be it Salah or whoever else, then that makes 10. So where does the Ox fit into that equation? Does he start at DM ahead of Hendo or Chan? Well, no, not really. Is he a better midfield option than Ginny or Lalana? Probably not. Does he start on the wing? Well, he's miles behind Coutinho and Mane, 
And if we sign Salah or another genuinely class left winger, he won't start there either. Even then, Bobby is probably a better wing option, allowing Origi or Sturridge to play up front, and Ox simply isn't being signed as a striker. So where does this leave him? He's not starting as a winger. He's not starting as a central midfielder. And those are both positions that Liverpool will want to have strengthened by the time the window closes anyway. In fact, should Liverpool sign Salah, there is certainly a case to be made that the Ox would struggle to make the bench if Liverpool had a fully fit squad to choose from. Compare that to Arsenal, where admittedly he's being shunted around, but his biggest opposition on the right wing is Theo Walcott. And in central midfield, it's Grant Xhaka. This isn't to say that I wouldn't take Oxlade-Chamberlain because, well, I would. It's going to be a long season and we will need reinforcements in every area. But given that he'll be our third or fourth choice winger, and maybe even sixth choice central midfielder, where does he currently fit into our squad? Just that, as a squad player, a rotation option. And that's before we even look at the biggest problem with Oxlade-Chamberlain, which is his injury record. Liverpool have a lot of extremely talented players at their disposal, whose careers have been consistently stunted through injuries. And with all of them to contend with, bringing in another player who fits that profile strikes me as absolutely insane. But as I say, the problem with signing Oxlade-Chamberlain isn't even Liverpool's problem, it's his. To be honest, right now I'm struggling to look at our team and see who our best eleven is, and that's a very good thing. Throwing a winger into the mix and allowing Coutinho to drop deeper is a salivating proposition that means Liverpool have a plethora of talent at their disposal. So any other big-name signings this summer I want to be at least of similar quality, if not better. And if we sign Ox, he'll be nowhere near our best eleven, which is exactly the opposite of what he wants. So how do you square the problem of what Oxlade-Chamberlain wants and the reality of Liverpool's current squad? Well, it's entirely plausible that Klopp thinks he can fit Oxlade-Chamberlain into our starting eleven. Maybe he's a wing-back. Or maybe he's planning to drop Chan, Lalana, and Wijnaldum and start him in midfield alongside Coutinho. I wouldn't agree with that, but if that's what Klopp wants to do, then he must see something in Ox that I don't. Because in my mind, you cannot square the reality of our squad with Oxlade-Chamberlain's presumed role in it. That, and he's probably just using us to negotiate a better deal at Arsenal, anyway. If you had your pessimistic Liverpool fan hat on, you would say that this is the most likely signing, I think, to, to occur this summer because probably of all the things there that Thomas cited as negatives, and you would say that and you would think that because you would point to previous disasters in the transfer market. But again, like a point I've made several times, when Klopp has done business in the transfer market for Liverpool, it's been generally very good. So if he does really want Oxlade-Chamberlain, then maybe he can see a way to use him. In fact, not maybe, of course he can, or he wouldn't be signing the bloody player in the first place. So I, I honestly would like to take a back seat on any judgments about him or how he fits in. I understand the, the point that Tom is making, and it's perfectly valid. And In his opinion, Chamberlain would be uh, struggling to get into the first 11 at Liverpool. I think probably there are people who would take issue with that. I'm not necessarily one myself, but I think there are people who would take issue with that. And certainly he has a lot of different elements to his game that we could probably definitely do with. And if this Salah deal fell through and we got Oxlade-Chamberlain and at least two of the other definite names that we said we wanted, maybe a Van Dijk and maybe a, a Keita, then I guess people might be content with that. Who knows? Um... It's very hard to please people at this time of the year and it's even harder to please them when nothing's been done and all they have is uh, 
their own pessimism to kick around for the month of June. So hopefully the club will actually do something, get off their arses and sign a couple of players in the next couple of days or weeks to give us something to talk about that isn't this constant feedback loop of what if and maybe. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.